Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Thomas, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. So this episode is coming right after our Buff Bonton bonus episode because we just had to talk about Bonbon Con uh, and we wanted to talk about it when it was relevant. We didn't want to wait a whole nother week <laughs> to yeah. talk about it because it's just relevant now and we really wanted to share our experience of Bonbon Con 21 with all of you guys. So we're here to do that today. Yeah. So I'm sure you guys are surprised to have an episode this week, but don't really expect one next week because we're putting one out right now yeah yeah I think yeah I feel we're caught up with BTS at this point actually knock on wood I don't know if that's true you can't really say that with confirmation (laughs) but at least we feel like we're on board with everything that's going on with BTS at this point so hopefully we're up to to speed with things that's going on because it's comeback season. We can sense it. Yeah. We can feel it. There's a lot going on with BTS right now. Yeah. And Bonbon Con is so significant. It's so huge. This is their third Bonbon Con. Yeah. So we just had to talk about we it. We could not wait our normal bi-weekly length no, it to just wouldn't, it talk wouldn't be about the it. Same. It yeah. wouldn't be the same. Yeah. So on that note, welcome back, Iconics. And if you're new to the podcast, I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some Please tell me I'm not the only American army who fell asleep during the first concert of the night. You weren't. You're not alone. You're not alone. It was tough hours of the night. (laughs) It was rough. Yeah. 
Or my biggest regret of falling asleep during BombonCon was missing Born Singer. Yes, 100%. I regret it. Me too. I totally agree with you. So if you're here for that, then you're in the right place. (laughs) We saw some of it, guys. We did see some of it. (laughs) We're going to talk about it. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about our personal experience with BombonCon 21. Uh, Just go over the set list of all three concerts that were done for BombonCon 21 and give our personal experiences, what we enjoyed a lot about it, and just really what it meant for ARMY and for BTS. Yeah. But before we get into today's episode, we do want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for supporting us. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our Google Docs full of episode notes, important links and pictures, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you guys. Also, please join us this month of April in supporting Stop AAPI Hate. Uh, from their website, they say, Our communities stand united against racism. Hate against Asian American Pacific Islander communities has risen during the COVID-19 pandemic. Together, we can stop it. So please help us stand up for this cause and support this cause by donating at stopaapihate.org act now. Yeah, thank you guys for standing beside us and donating to this great cause. All right, so Bonton TV ended up streaming on their YouTube channel the BombonCon 21 concert on April 17th, 2021 at 3 p.m. Korean Standard Time. Mm-hmm. And so BombonCon 21, they had streamed three previous concerts in full, including VCRs and Ments, starting from the BTS Live Trilogy Episode 1, then Fifth Muster Magic Shop, and then ended with their Speak Yourself World Tour. Mm-hmm. And this was BTS's second Bonbon Con where they streamed previous concerts. The first BombonCon 20 is what I'm calling it. I don't think they really ever titled it that. Uh, but BombonCon 20 is the last year version of this. It was actually over two days. It was on April 18th and April 19th for a total of eight concerts. Mm -hmm. Two nights of sleep deprivation. Which we made it through that time. I don't, well, we didn't see the full, the full two nights, Mm -hmm. but we saw a good majority of it. But two nights of sleep deprivation. And then here we are for BombonCon 21. We just (laughs) barely made it through one night. Right. (laughs) So if you guys are interested, we actually covered this concert in our 115th episode, I Bonbon Conic. It's a mouthful, we know, but, you know, play on words. Play on words. Um, I just am interested that they decided to do Bang Bang Con again this year. I feel like last year it was a treat. It was quarantine. It was something to help get us through. The concerts had just been postponed. So I was surprised when they announced Bang Bang Con 21. Mm -hmm. and I was really intrigued at the concept like what are they going to do and to learn that they were going to show the live trilogy the fifth muster and the speak yourself at Sao Paulo was very exciting because I think these three concerts these three performances are really important performances in BTS's history Mm -hmm. and in their story in their story yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Last year, they also had Bang Bang Con the live, which was different than these other two. And that was on June 14th. And this was their first live streaming concert. And they delivered new performances from a collective mix of their discography at this concert. Um, we covered this concert in our 123rd episode, I Bang Bang Conic the Live. Yeah. 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 So if you want to know more about that, which in that performance, they performed like dope. Boys with Love, Zero O'Clock, Ugh, they performed Respect and Friends. A lot of those Map of the Soul 7 concerts, but not going in too much depth on it. Yeah. Before they did Map of the Soul 1. Yeah. And these were all songs that we weren't expecting to see during their tour, like Friends and Jamais Vu or even Respect, like these smaller subunit songs. So it was really, really cool for that concert to be able to see those live songs that probably would have never been performed live. Yeah, we were anticipating it with Map of the Soul, but hearing that it was postponed indefinitely, having no idea when it would take place, which it still hasn't. And probably won't. And probably won't. They had their online Map of the Soul concert Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah getting to see those was very special because it was long awaited we were really anticipating it yeah Mm -hmm. so prior to this event for bonboncon 21 bts promoted the online concert with four short videos on bonton tv where the members made acrostic poems using Khan. What was so funny about these videos is during this acrostic poems that they were doing, <laughs> they kept defaulting to corn salad for the con part of the poem. Mm-hmm. And it became an inside joke with not only the members, but also with ARMY. A lot of ARMYs were joking on Twitter about eating corn salad while watching the concerts, mm-hmm. while watching Khan. Uh, so we got a video from J-Hope and Young, and then a video from Jen and Jungkook and then a video with Namjoon, Yoongi and Jimin. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, in that video with Namjoon, Yoongi and Jimin, Yoongi was wearing this McDonald's shirt. Yeah. Which we should have known. Okay. We should have known. We should have speculated (laughs) about it, but we've done this previously and we made fools and clowns of them of ourselves. With the Daffy, the Daffy Duck, Donald Duck. With the Donald Duck during the BTS MTV Unplugged, Mm -hmm. you know, we were like, oh, what does this mean? What does it mean? It was just a Gucci Disney line. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But we missed this McDonald's product placement right here in this short video, Mm -hmm. um, which we should have known something was coming because when have they ever worn McDonald's branded anything? Except for Taeyang's McFucking It. (laughs) (laughs) I love that t-shirt that he wore. I love that that circled back around on Twitter. Because Taeyang, hello, right. wearing a McFucking shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, of course, is not McDonald's brand, but you know. Um, but it has the McDonald's logo. Right, on but it. not sold by them. <laughs> but it's just interesting because then today we find out um, that on May 26th, they're having a collaboration meal with McDonald's that comes out, BTS with McDonald's. And mm-hmm. McDonald's has previously done this with Travis Scott and with J Balvin where they had the Travis Scott meal and the J Balvin meal. Mm-hmm. And I love J Balvin and I love McDonald's. 
McDonald's. I had the <laughs> I had the Jig Balvin meal. No shame. McDonald's is such They've a guilty got great pleasure. Fries. We ate it so much growing up, and I just I still love it. It's so a classic. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're right; they have amazing fries. But so when I found out that BTS was doing this meal with McDonald's, hype, so excited. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna eat the fuck out of this food. Yeah, this, you know, I'm gonna go support BTS We're and eat McDonald's. BTS. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just exciting that they're coming out with this meal. It's basically like a 10 piece chicken nugget meal with a uh, sweet chili sauce. And then they had a Cajun sauce. Both are sauces that are found in Korean McDonald's. So mm-hmm. we get to, you know, get it in us markets for this promotion. It's also cool because this is the first McDonald's musician collaboration that actually goes outside of the United States because this is going to be sold in Asia as well. Uh, not in the UK though. Not we have everywhere. Some, yeah, yeah. We have some iconic armies in the UK who don't get to have this and that kind of sucks yeah it does suck uh but it is around the world there's Mm -hmm. a lot of different locations that are gonna have access to this meal I'm excited for it I'm definitely gonna try it everybody is saying there better be photo cards Mm -hmm. I want photo cards with mine or uh people are saying can we replace the happy meal toy with like tiny tan which wouldn't be so cute that would be unbearably cute yeah I would order a thousand happy meals just for that. I literally texted Jordan and I said, if there are photo cards with this meal, I am going into McDonald's, not through the drive-thru, into McDonald's. <laughs> Inside. I'm ordering seven meals right then and there. And I'm saying, because I know they don't know their names. I know they don't know, you know, the differences mm-hmm. between all of them. And I'm saying, give me one of each right now. Like, yeah. I will stand here as you shuffle through and I want one. That's what I would do. Clearly, you wouldn't be the only one who would do that. No way. If that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so huge tangent, but the BTS McDonald's thing is happening and Yoongi was totally hinting towards towards it in this short video and promotion mm-hmm. of Bang Bang Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just didn't know. We had no idea. So anyways, for the shorts, the last video before Bang Bang Con 21 was released, they had all of the members and it was titled D1 and they all just said to anticipate it, to expect it, and that they were looking forward to it themselves. So let's go ahead and just get into our personal experiences and what we were doing and how we set ourselves up to experience Bonbon Con 21. Yeah. So I'll go first because I feel like I sadly have less to say. But um, so I went to bed at like a decent time. But keep in mind, I got up at 5 a.m. every morning. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I had a whole lot of sleep. Yeah. And it was the weekend. This is the time for you to make up for all of the loss of sleep throughout the week. Right. So this was Friday night and the Saturday morning concert starts at 1 a.m. our time already a difficult time of night to wake up one in the morning I yeah. would I set an alarm for like 12 45 a.m and I turned it off in my sleep I would not have woken up for the concert had my husband not been awake checking the stock market which he's super into right now <laughs> and uh so <laughs> he's checking the stock market yeah he's like he's buying and selling in the middle of the night and wow. uh so he woke me up he was like baby you're gonna wake up and I was like oh my gosh did my alarm go off like I didn't even know so I got up and I just felt so groggy I turned it on I had it cued on the tv the countdown for it to begin and and I was sitting up in bed. I had water and my army bomb. And I had, I never even tried to connect it because whenever I tried to connect the army bomb, it just never works or is like consistent for me. Mm. So I turned my army bomb to like a purple color and I was like, okay, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I even turned on the bedside light and I was still 
so groggy, Mm -hmm. so out of it, but also excited for the concert, Mm -hmm. super excited for the concert. So I was watching, I watched the whole first live trilogy concert, made it almost through the whole thing. Jordan had already fallen asleep. Rosie was asleep, made it all the way almost through the whole thing. And then at the VCR towards the end of it, I think there's like four songs after the VCR. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep during the VCR yeah. and I did not wake up until probably 9am the next morning. So okay. I totally missed everything else, mm-hmm. but I really, really enjoyed what I had gotten to see before falling asleep. Well, especially the live trilogy concert, because that's something that we really have an experience or really gotten to see before maybe we've seen snippets of these concerts in just passing or on twitter or whatever but not really getting to experience it so for me i know i was really looking forward to that first concert the most because we've seen fifth muster and we have definitely seen the speak yourself concert the world tour for me i was at Corey's grandparents' place, their gran- his grandparents' farm, which gratefully they just within recent years have gotten a whole lot of signal down there. So I was able to watch. Uh, but I was still up at one in the morning. And surprisingly, I was getting ready to watch and you texted me. Wait, you stayed up. I stayed up. The whole night. Not the entire night. No, I fell asleep. No, but I mean like you Till didn't one. go to bed that night. You no. stayed up smart i should have done it. i stayed up till one yeah <sighs> I well i was it. talking with Corey's grandma until at least 11 30 uh and Corey was awake Corey was just awake mm-hmm. and i told him the very first song of their live trilogy concert that they were kicking things off with was jump which is his favorite bts song right so he stood he stayed up he was like excited to see that um so yeah we stayed up till one o'clock and I really enjoyed getting to see it. I was in bed at Corey's grandparents' place, and Corey watched a couple of the first beginning concert performances together. Uh, had some chocolate, uh, some water, you know, a little bit of snacks, but not a whole lot. It was just a special night because I haven't seen Corey's grandparents in over a year, and we're all vaccinated. And so this was really the first time I got to see them in a long time, and I really enjoy talking with them. And so... And I just, when Corey and I first fell in love, really, I just remember his grandparents' place. Like, yeah. when I stayed there, I was like, I fit in with this family. I can see myself being a part of this family. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just super special every time I go there. Um, a special so, place to experience a BTS concert. A BTS concert. Yeah, yeah, it was just really special that I got to experience Bon Bon Con at this really really special place for me and yeah, for Corey. Especially after reuniting with Corey's grandparents after, after over a year. year. After COVID. Yeah. yeah, I can't even say after COVID because it's not over, but kind of getting towards the end of COVID, let's hope. Anyways, so I fell asleep right when you fell asleep during the VCR. I think they had this break where there wasn't music playing, but I had my headphones in and I played the the whole video throughout the night, but I fell asleep And then I woke up during the Speak Yourself concert and I actually woke up to Epiphany. Amazing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then shortly after Epiphany, we got like uh, zero o'clock and then we got Tear. And once I heard Tear, I was fully awake. And this is exactly what happened with me during Bon Bon Con uh, in 2020, the, the first Mom on Con, I remember missing like the whole second concert. Uh, but by the third concert of that night, waking up the next morning, early in the morning hours, mm-hmm. finishing it out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's exactly how my Mom on Con worked. And, uh, 
yeah, it was, it, it was great. I felt like I wish I would have been awake for all of fifth muster, but yeah. at the same time I've seen fifth muster. We both have seen fifth muster, fifth muster. What it, that's what made us want to just go to Korea and go to a muster concert. Because right. Because like, that performance is so is, incredible. It's so incredible. All the songs that are performed, you just don't get to see. Yeah. 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 So that was really my experience. Yeah. I think I was a little disappointed in myself that I didn't make it through the entire first live trilogy. I think we could have made it together. Mm -hmm. But separate. Yeah. We were separate because I hadn't seen Corey's grandparents and this was like Corey's mom's birthday weekend. Mm -hmm. So we weren't able to be together. I think if we were together, we could have set ourselves up for a successful Successful. night. Yeah. But we did text a little bit and, you know, talked a little bit back and forth. We thought about getting some notes down for this episode during it. And immediately as jump began to play, we're like, there's no way we can't can't. even (laughs) make notes on it. We just need to text and enjoy it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do actually want to share another person's story and perspective of bang bang con 21 because an iconic actually wrote in to tell us their story. So this email is from Autumn and Autumn said, this year was my first year getting to watch it. I live in California. So the time it lasted was 11 PM to 7 AM. So it was not an easy time for me. I've never been good at staying up late at 10 PM on Friday night. I built myself a blanket fort in my small bedroom. There was no space except inside the fort. When it finally started, I was curled up all cozy with snacks, drinks, and fairy lights no I did not consume the fairy lights as well (laughs) and I started watching I lasted through the whole first concert but fell asleep during the intermission my favorite song in the concert was Born Singer that song always brings a tear to my eye you can hear the emotion in their voices and every bit of it is true after I fell asleep, I was awakened by my alarm for the second concert, which I should have done that. Made an Why alarm. didn't I think about it? Yeah. yeah, we should have set an alarm for every concert. Things to yeah. know if this happens again. Yeah. Sadly, I only watched the first song before passing out again. The same thing happened at the third concert as well. That was the one I was most excited about. Even though I didn't get to see it, I still had a wonderful night and listened all eight hours, even if I wasn't conscious while doing it. At this point, I have trained my brain to fall asleep to certain songs, mainly BTS. So if I hear their quiet songs, I get sleepy and start calming down. Serendipity, Epiphany, and Butterfly are the ones that do it the most, and I listen to them almost every night unless I fall asleep listening to your podcast oh so sweet the one song I will never fall asleep to is Jin's cover of Autumn Outside of the Post Office it is an amazingly beautiful cover but he starts it by saying Autumn in Korean which is my name Jin says my name oh Autumn yeah I die every time I listen to it this also happens in Autumn Leaves oh my gosh Yungi says it in his verse, and I just don't know how to describe it. Deceased acquired. Uh, they go on to say, I have many plans for next year's Bang Bang Con involving baking and bigger and better blanket forts. I definitely recommend making one. You will never be too old for a blanket fort. They make everything better. If you ever need tips, feel free to ask. I am a self-proclaimed expert. Lots of love and virtual hugs. Love, Autumn. And then I just love this postscript that Autumn added, which says, P.S. Did you guys read the webtoons? Have you read the BTS one? And I just think it's hilarious because we just fucking talked about that mm-hmm. with the theories involving BTS film out music video mm-hmm. and the webtoon connections. The Save Me webtoon. <sighs> yeah, we did a whole series. We really 
dove into all of the Save Me Webtoon. Yeah, we, we did a whole series. every single episode. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. what a time. But so we've read them. <laughs> yeah. But thank you for writing in, Autumn, because it was really cool to hear your perspective and, you know, your story of Bang Bang Con also mm-hmm. uh, and exciting that it was your first one. Yeah, I think it really goes to show it's a really good... S- uh, representation of what a lot of army did for Bonbon Con. A lot of them made special treats, special snacks, drinks, had friends, whatnot. Corn dip. Uh, yeah, corn dip, corn whatever. Um, but building like a fort or making it special. Uh, really what I love about Bonbon Con is that it was something for BTS and for ARMY to look forward to. These are concerts that we get to revisit and re-experience. These are concerts that they put their full soul and all of their hearts into to deliver really great performances for us to enjoy. So why not revisit those? And so we all got to re-experience that or experience it for the first time. And it was so fun to be on Twitter and seeing all of ARMY interacting and doing fan chants together, saying, oh, this, that, did you see Jimin? this Jim and that or you know just getting to interact with one another and talk about these live performances that BTS clearly have devoted so much effort and passion into for yeah. them so it was great to do uh it was just a wonderful time so thank you Autumn for sharing your story because I think a lot of other armies did similar did similar things to enjoy their Bonbon Con. Yeah, definitely. So for the first concert of Bonbon Con 21, we had BTS Live Trilogy, Episode 1, BTS Begins, Memories of 2015. This is the concert that Kayla and I both together got to experience. So uh, we both had never seen this performance of Jump. This was their very first song that they started off with. And we got this backpack dance break. I had never noticed that before. We're all about the dance breaks. Uh, So they had this really cool, intricate backpack incorporated dance break that they did. And that was really neat. Yeah, I was really blown away by the backpack dance break. I was not expecting it at all. First time experiencing Jump in this concert format. And um, I really loved Jump being first here because the concerts that we've been to, it was Idol and it was Dionysus as those first like really hype, you know, beginning songs. Mm -hmm. And so for Jump to take this place, I thought was so perfect. And it really immediately, as tired as I was at the beginning of the concert, immediately energize me mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it really pulled you in yeah uh another song that i really enjoyed was if i were the world where they do the call and response at the end of the song where they completely cut the music and bts pull their microphones down to their sides and they just holler out to the audience yeah. hey, oh, hey, oh, oh. Oh. and then hearing army go Something about that is so powerful because it it just seems more it seems closer. Yeah. It seems like we're really with them really because intimate. they're not using the microphones to amplify their voices. We're hearing their pure voices just projecting throughout the the arena. Yeah, I really enjoyed that part. And I was surprised by it because I had never seen it and I didn't know that this was something they did during this concert. It mm-hmm. really did feel close. It felt intimate. It felt like BTS and ARMY truly talking to each other. Yeah. And what a great way to connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, without the use of that microphone. Mm-hmm. I really, a big takeaway for me as I watched this concert was just wow bts have grown so much since this concert as people as individuals even as artists and 
but they're still the same. Mm -hmm. You know, we can still see their true personalities there. Even in the music back then, it's still their music. The way that they structure the concert, still their concert. Mm -hmm. So it was so much appreciation for how much they've grown, but also just it was enjoyable to recognize they've just always been BTS. Yeah, they're still the same people getting to see their same personalities and mannerisms on stage. And though they've grown so much now and they're different, they're still to the core who they are. They are wholly themselves. Yeah. 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 But anyways, to really wrap up this first concert, we both fell asleep during that VCR of the real BTS. My biggest regret of the night is not managing to stay awake for Born Singer because it's just one of those really emotional, vulnerable songs for BTS where they're looking in on each other and they're singing and rapping to each other and their backs are to ARMY, and then as the song goes on, and everything that they're talking about in the lyrics, they then open up. They share that vulnerability with all of ARMY, and they expose themselves to each other, but then to ARMY. Yeah. Uh, and it's just powerful and emotional, and everything about it is just really who BTS are. And yeah. at the beginning, the early stages of BTS. And I love that this was a song that they wrote pre-debut mm-hmm. that they're then closing this concert with. And it's the last concert of this tour that they're closing. And it's really an assertion of not only this is what we're born to do, but this is also our struggle. And mm-hmm. these are the things that we've had to get through and overcome to be where we are today. And yeah. I just thought that that song was the perfect way to close the concert. I am also really regretful that I couldn't see it in the context of like the ending ments and all of the fans reactions and everything because mm-hmm. of course we went back and we watched the performance. We watched Born Singer, yeah. yeah, And mm-hmm. we've seen it before. We've seen it so many times so it just is still kind of lost on me being able to see it in the whole context of the rest of the concert mm-hmm. and to build to that emotional place but mm-hmm. even the performance on its own is incredibly emotionally impactful. Yeah. 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 So after the live trilogy, they ended up doing BTS's fifth muster magic shop in Busan. And we both were fully asleep for this. <laughs> Guys, it was like three in the morning. I was at probably this point. dreaming about BTS because yeah. it was playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had my headphones in, so I was listening for all of it, guys. Yeah, I was <laughs> listening subconsciously, just like Autumn. Yeah. yeah. Um, One of my biggest regrets about this was even though we got to do a whole episode on Fifth Muster, which if if you guys want to know our thoughts on Fifth Muster, you can check out our 73rd episode, which is titled Fifth Muster Magic Shop. Uh, My biggest regret is not setting an alarm to be able to see Dimple, Pied Piper and Dang. Those three specifically. (laughs) Really? Because those performances are incredible. The dimple choreography, the body rolls, the vocal line, Mm -hmm. just beautiful, incredible vocals with all of the body rolls is just overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, And then compound that with Pied Piper where all of BTS just seduces us Mm -hmm. and steals us away from all of our responsibilities and we just follow them Mm -hmm. as the Pied Piper incredible and then dang one of the most iconic performances of all time yeah because it's not only that we don't ever get to see dang performed but this is extra special because this performance of dang it's the vocal line 
rapping the rap verses. Incredible. Um, so we see Jimin, Jen, Jungkook, and Young all end up rapping. And it's just so special because they do a fantastic job. But it's, it's special. Uh, and then something else I really regret about this too is I wish I could have seen the Spinebreaker performance yes. as well. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that. I wish I could have seen that again. I love that performance. I just love in the Spinebreaker video the pink like tweed jackets with the jewels because they're so fancy compared to this super chaotic energy that all of BTS exudes during this performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they're also just being ridiculous and fun and having just an extravagant time with one another. Yeah. And they just get to be silly in themselves and not take anything too seriously with this performance. Yeah. And uh, it's even, fun. And they're wearing like those s- super silly sunglasses and just being dorky mm-hmm. and, and having a good time. And they even replicate some of the choreo from their self-made Spinebreaker video too, which is incredible. From Jen. From Jen's choreo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Also, during Fifth Muster, Kayla, this is when you get really wrecked by Taeyang, where he's keeps tucking oh. his hair behind his ear. Yeah. I just love that moment. I mean, he just absolutely wrecks me when he is tucking that hair, all of his bangs back behind his ear with the green earpiece, something about it. He just looks so incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he really does wreck. He does. Oh, and Jin with the pink hair, too. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Jin's pink hair, all of the fifth muster it's just totally wrecks it's not only like this pink purple hair that he has but it's full forehead uh he really just wrecks for this this whole concert yeah but to really sum up fifth muster since we did miss it all uh, we had seen it previously in the past fifth muster is one of those concerts where they're performing songs that they've never performed before. Um, things like Love Maze and Wayland 52, uh, My City, you get to see Pied Piper, Dang, Dimple. I mean, all these songs, Spinebreaker, right? Just songs that are loved that we just never get to see on stage. Yeah. And that's what made Fifth Muster so special, this specifically for Magic Shop. So it makes sense that they redid this for Bumbancon 21 because this is just such a loved concert. We made a whole episode on it. And specifically this performance for Muster, we both were like, we need to go to Korea specifically to attend a Muster concert yeah. because you get to see songs at these concerts and it's just so laid back and true ARMY BTS love. Yeah. Um, at these concerts. Yeah. yeah. I love that they included this one specifically because they could have included any concert, but including a muster, the fifth muster with these songs. Um, it's some of the most beloved songs mm-hmm. from army. Yeah. So I think that a lot of army felt their songs represented in this concert for sure. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the last concert of bang bang con 21, which was the BTS world tour. Speak yourself in Sao Paulo. Yeah. Uh, So for this, I ended up waking up towards the end of the concert. We we do have an episode of our firsthand experience at the Speak Yourself Tour. That's our episode 68. Uh, If you want to check out our experience at Speak Yourself. But... Sao Paulo was a very special concert and we really want to elaborate on just how significant this concert in itself was because they were in Brazil and Brazilian army haven't had an in-person concert 
in so, so long. It had been so many years since he had done a concert there. So we really want to highlight just the significance of that in itself. Um, yeah, it had been, what, 2014 was the Red Bullet Tour, and that was the first and only time that BTS was there until the 2019 Speak Yourself. And Brazilian armies are some of the most passionate armies in the entire world. Mm -hmm. They deeply love BTS, and they support BTS at every turn as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And it is really sad that just because of how popular BTS are, that Brazil does not get visited very often. And there's a lot of countries that BTS never is able to visit that have armies there. So it was really significant and important for Brazilian armies, just that specific concert that BTS returned to Brazil and had this amazing, incredible concert um, there in Sao Paulo. It was like them reconnecting after all of this time. Yeah, such a long time, 2014 to 2019. Uh, five years. Five years, yeah. One of the main things that a lot of people were talking about on Twitter about was just seeing J-Hope in Brazil because J-Hope being the lead dancer, Brazil, Brazil army and just people from brazil are really known for loving dance and you know it's it's a part of the culture i especially think of samba dancing mm -hmm. and i'm actually in the middle of watching the netflix docuseries called my love mm -hmm. and last night i watched this brazilian couple this lesbian brazilian couple sharing their story of their love and they talked about the samba dancing and a large chunk of their episode was uh, dancing and just their way of spiritually enjoying themselves through dance and expressing themselves through dance. And so it's just a huge part of their culture, dancing. And yeah. so it makes sense that J-Hope is just thriving with Brazilian army who all love to dance and who are just enjoying the music in the same way that he does through dancing. Yeah. And so it makes sense that he really thrives there. So, uh, one of the other, <laughs> one of the other things that I saw going around on Twitter was some Brazilian army took the Brazilian flag and put Yantan's face in the middle of it and was waving it in the crowd and Young from the stage saw Yantan plastered on this you know, Brazil flag and he just looks so joyful. Uh, he's laughing and really gained so much pleasure from seeing that and so kudos to that army for bringing creative. so much joy to, to Young for that but yeah. very creative. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Brazilian army, they really know every single word to BTS's songs. In a lot of the footage, you just hear all of the, the army singing every single word of every single BTS song clearly and in time mm -hmm. and in unison. Even it was, the rap. Even the rap. Yeah. yeah, it's very impressive. Things that you don't really get to hear at any concert. Like, Usually and they were doing the fan chants yeah, on top of addition. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was impressive. It was really incredible uh, just to see a few clips since obviously I was asleep throughout the entire concert. 
it just gave me a deeper appreciation for Brazilian army. I already knew that like Brazilian army are iconic. Like everybody talks about how incredible Brazilian army are and how much BTS loves Brazilian army, but -hmm. it was really, really cool to see clips of them actually at the concert and enjoying it and contributing to the concert in this way of all of them singing word for word, rapping word for word, doing the fan chants on top of it. I think it's really awesome. It was really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So during the speak yourself tour, I ended up waking up during epiphany. So I ended up waking up to the Speak Yourself tour doing Jen's performance of Epiphany. And is there any more of a heavenly way to wake up? Uh, It was just perfect. I woke up, I looked out to see the morning sun rising and there was a pond and I saw the cows on Corey's grandparents' farm just wandering over while I listened to Epiphany. It was just gorgeous. It was the perfect way to wake up. And so I was awake for the rest of the the concert. So after Epiphany, was truth untold and then tear really hyped me up i was like Mm. all right yes i remember this slap in the face of (laughs) you know sad song super go hard the whiplash yeah the whiplash we live for it sounds Um, like such an angelic way to wake up though like to the sun and the cows strolling through during epiphany yeah yeah. beautiful it was beautiful and i had a great day the whole rest of the day yeah but something that really stood out to me about the ending of the speak yourself tour was jungkook and jimin crying at the end uh during microcosmos this is that part of the concert where it's the last song army's crying i've experienced this where you don't want bts to go it feels so short you and i made a comment of this during the live trilogy concert where we're like wow it's already been 45 45 minutes minutes, and it felt like it was 15 yeah because it just goes by so quick because you're enjoying yourself so much and so for bts to not have been with brazilian army for five years and they're about to say goodbye imagine how short that feels in the span of oh we haven't been here for five years and it's already over we're already having to say goodbye again so jungkook and jimin were really emotional during this last song and that that really stood out to me. But by the very, very end of the concert where everything was wrapping up, it just seemed peaceful. Like it seemed like there was closure. We got to see this huge growth of BTS, the story of BTS from the live trilogy where they're using backpacks and school and then they go into fifth muster and then ending with the speak yourself of we should be loving ourselves. We should be loving one another. Um, it really showed the growth of BTS and their yeah. story. Yeah. yeah. Even like the journey of their music throughout these concerts, because what stood out to me, like from the live trilogy to speak yourself was like the first handful of songs in the live trilogy are very rap heavy. Mm-hmm. And it oh, was yeah. clear that BTS was very more so rap forward there in 2015. And it was always rap focused and rap centric. And the vocal line was more support. And I think now it's more even it's more 50, 50, between vocal line and rap line as who has like the command of songs or the command of albums. Mm -hmm. Um, But it really wasn't until we got, you know, into like, and I like it, which is almost halfway through the live trilogy concert that we had more vocal line presence showing through. through. And then we get the journey into the fifth muster, which is a huge mix of like their old and their new. Very cool. Like we get, you know, new 
home and love maze and them also the old like the satori rap and the attack on bangtan with that and fifth muster was all banger songs yeah i'm not to say that the other concerts weren't but fifth muster especially totally but you know we kind of get that mix of their two sides of their discography here in fifth muster in the middle and then finally ending with that speak yourself tour that ultimate message of speaking yourself and loving yourself and you know working to attain that of course they have rap heavy songs and really impactful rap verses in the songs in the speak yourself tour but they do skew more towards the pop and the upbeat um and the vocal line heavy too so Mm -hmm. i just think uh these three concerts are such an interesting journey through Mm -hmm. their music making and a display of their massive discography yeah yeah So for the very end of the concert, ARMY, especially on Twitter, were hoping that we would get some inkling or announcement of what's to be expected for an in-person concert. We're all really awaiting it. We really want to hear what's going on. So at the very end, the screen went black and my heart sunk. I mean, it just sunk. I was like, oh my gosh. I thought this was just a theory. I thought this was crazy, but maybe this is going to happen. You're like waiting for a countdown. A countdown or something. And there was writing on the screen that said, special thank you to our largest voice, ARMY. And then Namjoon's voice played over this black screen. So I was like, holy shit, you know, oh my God, what's happening? And he just said... Thank you for being here. Enjoyed our, we enjoyed ourselves, etc. This is the official end of Bon Bon Con. And that was Damn. it. Yeah, I was really <laughs> hoping that there would be something, uh, especially with one of our, our last episodes. We really talked about how we're awaiting an announcement for their upcoming live concert. Mm-hmm. Still haven't heard anything. Hopefully we hear something at some point yeah. soon-ish, right? It would be nice to even have an update, even an if update. nothing That's is wanting, set in stone. You know? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Bon Bon Con was great, and it was so great that we got to experience this again. Uh, maybe they'll do another Bon Bon Con the live, or there won't be a need for a live Bon Bon Con, and instead it's going to be the announcement of... A tour. A tour. Yeah. 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 Well, I really enjoyed Bang Bang Con, the parts of it that I got to see. um, And I definitely enjoyed discussing it with you today. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really hope that our iconic army also enjoyed listening to this episode. I do want to throw out a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP iconics, Eileen Ruchel, Michelle Park, Deja, Meg DeRuggio, Rachel, and Robin. Thank you guys. We love you so much. Thank you. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode or any of our previous episodes there's a few things you can do to let us know write us a review on itunes we really enjoy them and appreciate when you you know give us your feedback there you can also connect with us give us your feedback via email or on twitter or instagram and of course you can find links for all of those things in the description in the description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts